Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That tastes like promotion. Town are going up. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Fan Social. What a week it has been as a town fan. Goodbye, League One. Hello to the championship. I'm joined by Peachy and Steve as we reflect on a day that I'm sure a lot of us remember for the rest of our lives. What a day it was. Um, hope everyone just have been soaking it all in. Um, what a day. Just what a day. Still buzzing from it. Peachy, let's just get right into it. Um, with the brackets over your name, Peachy, mm-hmm. promotion, my friends. How Had to be you? done. Uh, I'm still, still a cloud nine. I think it has finally started to sink in now. I think apart from being at work every day, I've worn something with my town crest on or a town shirt. It's, yeah, so I'm still grinning from ear to ear, really. It's like I said on game day, it's 23 years. We've got to, we've got to really enjoy this moment and it could could get even better on Sunday at Fleetwood. It could indeed. Um, also, a big shout out to our sponsors um, at Manscaped and Ginger Pickle. Big shout out to Tone, um, who's always, he's a big town fan as well, so I'm sure he's loving life at the moment as well. But Steve, um, a man based in the Southwest, you were there on Saturday. How's things? Hey, good. Thanks, Ross. Um, I'm like a lot of people. I've probably spent most of my work lunch hour watching Town in 25. Um, you know, you watch most of them once, but um, this one, it seems to just keep giving and keep giving. I actually notice new things every single time. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably I'll probably be watching it again tomorrow lunchtime, to be honest. And it, it has sunk in, but it's, it's a nice thing to wake up and remember as well after, after four years of trying to get out of this division. So, yeah, great week. Yeah. Uh, um, and of course, everything's been said about the day, um, and you know, in a way, it's, it never get boring because it is twenty three years since our last promotion, as you said, Peachy. Um, but let's reflect on the great day. You know, as a fan yourself for a long, long time, um, the start of the day was unbelievable, wasn't it? You know, the coach arriving. Yeah. Um, then the game itself was the perfect game, wasn't it? Six nil, five nil up in in the first half, um, just cruising to promotion. And then afterwards, to see a team actually, you know, celebrate a promotion, you know, just reflect on the day as a whole, my friend. Yeah, well, also it all started. I, I normally drive to home games, but I wasn't driving for this one, so got the train. No, obviously got into Ipswich about twelve o'clock, straight in the pub. But I, I said to my said to my mates and my dad and my wife, I'm not going to drink too much before the game because I want to remember everything about today. Do you know, some people have been they've been on it since like nine o'clock, but. Then obviously when I was in the pub, I was seeing the photos from the fans welcoming. That was mental, that was. I mean, I think I think I heard on the main pod, you expect like a few hundred people to turn up, a few little smoke bombs. It was carnage, it was chaos. But if you're a player on that coach and you see that and you think, bloody hell, this, this is what this club is about. You know, we've been, again, it's been all built up and built up over years for this all to come out. So like then once the players got in, I got on the ground about half two and it was done. After like 20 minutes, we're 3-0 up. We can start celebrating. But after the second goal, I think for every other goal, I was in a different row hugging different people. It just, it, it just, I was, you know, football does that too, I think. Like you just start hugging Brad. Well, I've sit these people every, all week, every game, sorry. But yeah, I was going two rows back, two rows forward, just hugging everyone I could find. And then when the final whistle went and the players started coming out and coming around again, they're playing the music. That's when I had a few tears in my eyes because, and like, I think my wife looked at me and said, You're right. I said, Yeah, I'm just so happy. And that, and also, sorry to segue with that, a video come on Twitter that dad and his son, I think it was Richard Ward, his name is, seeing that kid cry, that set me off again that night when I was watching it back. But I was, yeah, like the celebrations, like Wolfie and uh, Mr. Clark setting up a few chants that yeah. was rough on a few feathers north of the border, shall we say? But if it's low round, they'd be loving it, wouldn't they? I know, I know I was at the time. And like, I think one of the best moments for me is when they um they played Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. And the whole North stand just went off. And you see it in town in 25. It's, 
it's just like I try and bottle them emotions up so I can try and you know feel them again, but you can't. And it's just trying to remember all different bits of the day. And yeah, I start getting all a bit not emotional. I'm getting all blooming work now about it. I'll let um Steve take over. <laughs> yeah, Steve, did you cry? Come on. Uh, do you know? Do you know? Actually, um, I didn't, but I did start welling up a little bit uh, at the final whistle of the Barnsley game. I was watching it on iFollow, but um, because it felt like not that we were up, but that we'd put it in our hands to win it in front of our own fans or to, to win promotion. So, and I, I was so nervous about both Peterborough and, and Barnsley, and it just felt like two massive steps. And I, you know, if you're Sheffield Wednesday fan watching that, you must have been gutted because they would have thought we slipped up. Do you know what was interesting about Saturday was I came, I was at the Wickham game on Good Friday and walking down, I tend to go to the Greyhound beforehand and walk down, maybe stop at the Arcade Tavern. And it, the town just felt like a powder keg that day waiting to blow. There was obviously another big crowd. Sun was out. Everyone was excited. We were on a really good run. And Saturday was the lid coming off. Um, and what, what I really enjoyed, to be honest, is so, so I'm, I'm old, all right? I'm, I'm going to be 50 in July. You know, this although the scrumpy and Bristol air has kept my skin young. Um, I'm, I've, I've been around, I've seen a few things. So I was there in 91, 92. Um, and then we had three years in the premiership, although let's not say much about the third season. Then I was there when Burley started. So um, playoffs, 97, 98, 99, 2000, Wembley, finishing fifth, all those wins on the road in that first Premier League season. Then two seasons in the UEFA Cup. So I'm, I'm old, but I'm not old enough to remember the Robson years. So I've, I've had some fun being a town fan, but the people I'm most pleased for, well, it's people your age, Ross, to be honest. It's people who've, you know, if you've if you've started going to watch town in the last 20 years, you've fed off scraps. You know, you've we've had two playoff defeats under Royal, one under Mick, League Cup semi-final, won the FA Youth Cup in 2005, but that's pretty much it, isn't it? And that's that's a disgrace, really, for our club of our heritage and size. So to go, I, I did catch the end of the coach arrival which was, like Peter said, it was is, is extraordinary. Um, and there were so many kids, teenagers, lads and lasses in their early 20s. And this club always had a big fan base because of its history, but it felt like it had lost a connection with, with, the, with the town and, and the county, really. Um, and that's, that's back. Um, and it's really back. And, yeah, I know the, the media team at town were probably wincing when they saw Clark and Wolfram leading those fruity songs. But I tell you what, give me give me two local lads who that was the first thing they thought of, as opposed to all the mercenaries we had under Mick who who, mm. who maybe didn't even move to the area and couldn't really care less. So, I mean, it was just, I mean, you couldn't script it. We were in the pub beforehand going, oh, I know, what if it's 1-0 in the 90th minute and next to get a corner? And then, of course, by half an hour, all of that's gone. And, yeah, I was... It's one of those days where you just keep looking and catching the eyes of strangers, like when the fourth and the fifth went, and you're going, what, what's going on? Um, and then, yeah, being bundled down between steps, and I got picked up by a big guy. and It was just amazing. And um, I could have stayed could have stayed in the ground for hours. Yeah. What, yeah. What? <laughs> I'm grinning now just thinking about it. Yeah, well, I'm buzzing from what just all the words you're saying, even what Peach is saying, and I'm sure mm. the listeners are too. You know, if you are travelling the Fleetwood right now, if you're listening... Uh, safe travels. Um, if you're listening on the Friday, then enjoy it as well. But um, but yeah, as you mentioned, Steve, like the the new generation, the last twenty years, like including myself, you know, we've had a few little moments where we're like, oh, that, that was good. You know, yeah, the probably the peak for me was the League Cup semi final. Although we did, we lost in the second leg, then you know the playoffs. Like Joe Royal's football was great. You know, we're going to score more than you. Mixed playoff season. That was that was okay for an extent, but it was very much. Okay, one nil, we're done. That's fine. But yeah. we always knew we probably weren't gonna win that, were we? But yeah, that's one thing, Peachy. You know, the community is back now as well. Like, I just see all the pubs, like they got flags of Ipswich Town, even just random like shots. They're just like we support Ipswich Town or whatever. It's just it's great to see. Yeah, it is. Like, I mean, <clears throat> you go in some pubs, you got to wait more than ten minutes to get a blooming drink now. You know. Yeah, we went. Last week, I went to the uh, Black Horse. Other pubs available, but because I saw, I was going to the Greyhound, but that was rammed off like twelve o'clock, wasn't it? But yeah, just that gives the whole place a buzz. And like, even when I'm, I say again, when I walk around Newmarket, I see so many more town shirts, and like, you just bump into people and say, "You're right." Like, sun, what day? Yeah, Sunday morning. I was driving out of Newmarket for Exxon, and I saw two guys in a town shirt. So I'm whacking them my car horn, going out the window, up the, t-, you know, and they both set up the town back. It's just, 
Next door's I, cat. Oh, I'm straight up. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was like, <clears throat> Sorry. Get out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Little uh, special guest there. Yeah. Little special guest. Yeah, so, yeah, like I said before, like this club has it's been just been waiting to take off. And Saturday was that day. And if it's he's like I said, I kept walking around my town shirts all week. I've been so pr- proud to be a town fan. You know, I can't wait to see my mate as a Norwich fan. I didn't see him this week, unfortunately. But I will be mentioned it to him. And like even when I was um in Thetford Forest on Monday for my nephew's birthday, wearing a town shirt, and a Norwich fan went to me, uh, up the Norwich. I went, see you next season, mate. That was my just nice and easy response. But I'm thinking of my favourite part of the day, and I didn't realise it until I watched some videos back, and it's Carl Edwards' little dance when they're in front of the board where it's got promotion. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, that's just him all over, in it? But yeah, just, that made me smile. I was living rent-free in my head. All, all day, but then like I kept getting my phone out. All new videos are coming up, checking all the videos. I still, I'm still doing it now. Like I got back from work, like all my favorite, I favorite them all, like my tweets. Just, look, just looking for them all. Like the player, I think it was mentioned, like the players could have gone into London and celebrate. They actually came out in the town, and like you had McKenna and the staff down Isaacs. It's just like I say, it's got that community feel back. The players care about the community and the fans. The staff do, the owners do. And that's reciprocated back. Like the fans, they've come back in their droves. And I think Mr. Ashton was quoted saying last night that, you know, I've looked at the capacity of Portman Road. Because I do believe we could get 35,000 35, at least. Well, maybe at least. 40. Come on, 40. Come yeah, got to, be, got to be 40. But I'd like to say, yeah. it's like I say, it's been ready to go this club. And it has. And I couldn't be happy, especially like I say, as Steve said, for the younger generation who have seen a lot of dross and a lot of. I'll say it, shite. I'm sorry to bleep that out. But fine. they have, fine. and like Back. players been here not caring. And it's painful to say, like one of our highlights last 10 years was a goal against Norwich in the playoffs. That's not really for then me. We, that we eventually lost. Exactly. So, <laughs> oh, that, that moment. Yeah, it was a great moment, but it didn't mean nothing. It meant nothing that season. But now we've got moments this season. And like I say, I personally feel we'll be playoffs next year. I Ooh. really, I really do believe that. Clip it, clip it up, sir. Yeah. Uh, well, Steve, uh, Peter's already sort of mentioned it, but let's talk about the players because this is, you know, what what a bunch, a special team we've got. Relatable players, you know, you've already mentioned Luke Wolfland, Harry Clark, you know, the local lads, but like Sam Morsey, just everyone part of that celebration. You could just see, like, I'm sure the Town in Five and Town in Twenty Five and all the other videos that are out there. You just, you can just pinpoint every player like different moments their their emotions and just how together they are and how they are together to the fan base as well it's just we we knew this anyway from this season from different moments this season um i know we've had a few ups and downs but um they're just such a special bunch aren't they yeah and what i mean i, I kind of want the season to carry on for another 5 weeks because i think we'd end, we'd finish 10 points clear but yeah the season is the season um what I really liked as well, there's so many things I like about that town in 25, but to see people like Edmondson, Evans, um, to see Luco in the celebrations, because, you know, if, obviously without this incredible run we've just been on, we don't, we don't, well, we certainly don't finish in the top two. But I, I remember back to Burton away, probably, probably our most difficult game of the season. If you look at how much we're under the cosh, Harness scores the winner, Harness at Exeter, sets one up, scores the other one. And he's faded, which is which is a shame. Um, but without those efforts, like Lee Evans earlier in the season when it was him and Morsi bossing the midfield, um, w- without those contributions, we, we don't get the points tally we do now. And just, yeah, you can just sort of tell from their body language and the way they celebrate goals together, where they smile, the way George Hurst has, you know, George Hurst is, is, feels like an Ipswich player now. And he, 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 you know, who knows what happened in the transfer market, but it feels like it's his home now. Um and just yeah, the way people like Broadhead have settled in, and yeah, I, I can watch this team play. It's it, it's no coincidence that we're getting much bigger crowds than we were in the division above, above with previous managers. Um, you know, they went down a particular functional path, but no one wanted to watch it. Um, whereas, you know, our ground's not big enough now. I, I had so many people trying to buy my season ticket off me for the for the extra game. People coming out the woodwork left, right, and centre, trying to get tickets, and you know. 
yeah, if we're in the Premier League, we could easily get 40,000 every week. I wouldn't want the ground to be that big because then if you go down, you've you've got, you know, a natural drop-off. But yeah, we're certainly, certainly it's not big enough at the moment. Yeah, it's exciting times. And Peter, I want to bring you in now um, to sort of talk about the people behind the scenes because there's some unsung heroes um, from even the analyst team. Um, they've got some great people there, Charlie Turnbull and co. Um, don't know all their names or top of my head. But they do some great work. And of course, you've got the likes of Mike O'Leary, Mark Ashton, obviously. Um, I think Luke Warren does a good job as well. Then the owners as well. And it was great to see that everyone was there and they enjoyed that. Um, the owners sort of just sat back and just sort of watched what they've just created and what they've achieved. Like they, I'm sure they've had ambitions to get out of this league sooner rather than later. It took them maybe a little bit longer than planned. And last year was the, the time, weren't it, to really get up. We failed. But this year, massive success. Yeah, I think because um, the club put a tweet up, didn't they, about the uh, analyst team and the amount of players who like retweeted it or made a comment. You, you don't realise how important them guys are. And you thought Mr. Ashton, he was loving it, you know, in the dressing room with the players. Don't blame him because he's, he's put in the hard graft. I'm sure he's done like a lot of lot of long days. But I think with the owners, this this is just the big, they, well, we all do it. They, they say this is just the beginning. You know, this they want to go higher. And high, and I know they've like put the money in. And Miss Mike, is it Mike? My, sorry, Mike O'Leary. He's just like that. Your granddad. You could I could listen to him all day. Talk. He's just such a nice, calming influence. And I get the impression that when if Mister Ashton's feeling a little bit um, what's the word? Getting a bit annoyed with things, or he needs to calm himself down, he'll ring Mike O'Leary and he'll say, "Calm things down. This will happen. That will happen." But even like the um, the I must say the town media team, the way they put all this like all the videos out and all that, it, that helps connect the fan base as well. Because I know myself, loads of other people were refreshing Twitter all Sunday, just looking for more videos and more content. And that seems like they've connected the club even more through the uh, social media as well. And like they, yeah, so I'm getting a bit lost of words again, but it's a, it's a massive team effort from everyone. And it just shows what happens when everyone pulls in the same direction what can actually happen with a football club. It's all like having the money and buying the league. But look at the way we play football, the way we've got players in for our recruitment side. Look at Chelsea. They've spent, was it half a billion? They're doing really well in the Premier League, aren't they? It just shows that money does not buy your success. It's the team that has to go with it. Yeah, and, and Steve, to sort of round off this, because once again, we could, we could sit here for hours and hours and just... You know, wax lyrical of this unbelievable team, um, a special team. Um, but you know, the, the stats don't lie either. You know, the stats are fantastic. You know, we've got literally going to be 100 goals, 100 points. Um, Connor Chaplin could win the golden boot, um, golden glove for Christian Walton. There's so many other stats out there we can chuck out, but um, just sort of round off this this great chat. I've enjoyed this, yeah. I it's like I say, I'd, I'd love the season just to carry on, but now we can be excited about next season because I tell you what, I bet we'll be surprised at who we target in the in the transfer window and who comes in. Because having said everything about the togetherness and the warmth and everything, what another thing I like about the current situation is the ruthlessness of the club, and I mean that in a nice way, in that they don't they don't stand still um, and say, well, that person's doing all right in that position, so we'll just carry on, you know. Boom! In comes Harry Clark in in the window. You know, in comes Luongo. You know, Broadhead comes in because we need to convert possession into goals. Hurst comes in for the same reason, and um, so that that might mean in the long term that some players who we feel a lot of affection for now uh, end up leaving or going out on loan. But if it takes the club forward, then then that's the way it is. And and, and I'm glad that we're not in. <laughs> I don't want to name the players, but how many times, say four or five years ago, we we're going, well, all he needs is one good preseason, or all he, you know, maybe in six months' time he'll be he'll fulfil his potential. And it never happened. And that's one of the reasons we got we stagnated and one and certain certainly one of the reasons we got relegated. So this new sort of drive, I, I love it. Yeah, it's it's so good. Um and yeah, we've got one final game. Yeah, still it'd be great if we could carry on and carry on and carry on because yeah, at the moment it's we're we're you know riding a, a unbelievable roller coaster, which will continue, of course, in the championship, but you just oh one game to go and the season's done. Like just like that. Blink of an eye, season's done. But we have enjoyed a very enjoyable season indeed. Um well let's have a little pause here for some silly stuff with a strike before we look into look ahead to Fleetwood. Um, and it's time for Peachy and Steve to go head-to-head. Who'll be crowned strike this week? Uh, Peachy, I think you've got a pretty good record. Steve, I'm trying to think. I don't 
think you've got a great record, or have you won? I, I, no, but um, in the first one I did, um, we, we gave Bono a point incorrectly, as all my friends oh, yeah. pointed out afterwards. <laughs> so <laughs> I, was too, I was too slow to pick up at the time. So there you go. Oh, what was it? What was it? Oh. Uh, it was a percentage, but I was actually closer than him, but uh, maths was never my strong point. Me so. neither, mate. Me neither. So, uh, I, don't not... I don't regret him the win. Lovely chat. Yeah, right. good chat. Oh, Bono enjoyed his time. He enjoyed it. He, him and John, good old King of the North, were together watching promotion. They celebrated promotion together, like we all did, all the Cowie Army, um, and everybody just who were there. Uh, so, question one. I uh, don't know where how to segue what we're just talking about, but uh, Elliot Hewitt celebrates his birthday. Oh, uh, that was a bit of Suffolk, weren't it? Who it? Who it? Who it? What? Yeah. Um, currently at Mansfield, I think they're. I think they're currently just outside the playoffs, so I think they need to win, and someone drops points. But um, uh, what is his middle name? Is it Chris, Jack, or Stephen? So is it either or your name, or is it Jack? So Elliot, Chris Hewitt. Elliot, Jack Hewitt. Oh, Elliot, Elliot, Stephen Hewitt. Good old Elliot. Once another player that was sort of like signed with a potential, but just never really hit the heights, did he really? Got injured, didn't he? I think we signed him and he was well. injured. That didn't this help him. Which is a brilliantly random question, Ross. Love it. Mm. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, well, with a strike, it's birthdays or connection with a current story or if we we're playing a current uh, team or whatever. Um, but yeah, Elliot Hewitt. How old is he now? I'm going to check his age while you decide on his middle name. Of course, as always, ladies and gentlemen, play at home. Um, always good to know how you get on. And will you beat Steve and Peachy? I'm actually trying to find the uh, the answer as well because that will be good. <laughs> I've got I've got a note down of all the answers. Um, he's currently he's 28. He's 29 at the end of this month. Um, 30 for May like, for people. Was he like five when we signed him then or something? Yeah. <laughs> So 2012 he signed, so he must have been, what's that? That's 24? Was it 24 when he signed? No. Not, so not he left. No. no, what's the one? Like, oh, <laughs> time on math's not good. Doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he left in 2015, so he's he's been at he's been at Notts County, Grinsby, and he's now at Mansfield. But what's his middle name, boys? I went with Jack. I went with Stephen. Ooh. Correct answer. Is Jack Steve? Look through my because uh, I, I sort of used Chris and your name as a sort of yeah. little, little hide place there. And I thought Peachy, I thought you are. You know, I, I nearly went Stephen because I had a sudden feeling that it was, but no. no. So one nil to Steve. Question two. Let's see. Uh, Chris two. He's on uh, Dean Gherkin, who uh, celebrates his birthday this month as well. Another player from the Mick McCarthy era. Uh, he's 38 this month. I think he's coaching now um, at Bristol City or something like that. I know he's retired. He retired last summer. Uh, but how many clean sheets did he keep in 113 games for town? And as ever, if you get a bang on, you get two points. Closest gets a point. So, Peach, you an opportunity. You need to take the lead here if you get a bang on. 113 games. How many clean sheets? Got an itchy nose, Slade. If you're watching a video, I'm to my nose like oh, a lot here, viciously actually. I don't know why. I don't got eight, possibly hay fever. I do suffer with hay fever, but it's too early for that. Isn't it? It's too early for that. What was that? Yeah. It can be all year round. Oh god, it's so itchy. <laughs> it's not great audio, but this is just that. Yeah. Anyway, correct answer then, boys. What do you reckon? I went twenty-six. You're absolutely joking. That's what I went for as well. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! That is that is great. Any uh, both right? <laughs> You are both very, very close. Uh, so you both get a point, but it, the correct answer is actually 27. Oh. So that was close because we both got the double points here. That is, that is incredible. Oh. Um, I like that when it happens. Um, so a point each. So it's 2-1 to Steve going into question three. And question three is on a Spanish fullback defender. Can you guess? Can you guess who it is? Cito Castro. Yes, it is Love indeed. Love Cito. Yeah, has his birthday this month as well. Uh, what's squad his number, squad, squad number? Yes. Oh, oh, it Peachy knows it. Is it 12, 15 or 19? Because I'm that sad. It's fine. It's fine. The sweet, the sweet Welsh Prince would be very proud of me. He would be. He would be very proud. And, of course, good old Hutchie. Um, Hutchie knows his squad numbers. Although I don't know if he would know that deep. I know he knows current ones and maybe random mm. ones. But we know players from 2005 
2008 seasons. Because mm-hmm. um, I think he was here for three seasons. Scored one goal. I was there. Scunt up away. Yes, it was. My only ever trip to Scunt for. Same here. I was there too. 12, 15 and 19. Yes, on the screen. But right. for, the, for, the, for the listeners, actually, because just in case I didn't actually say, uh, 12, 15 or 19, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you are playing at home. Um, Pichu knows it already. So, Steve, take it away. I went 12, but I changed my mind. 15. 15. The correct answer is 15. What did you pick, Steve, originally? No, I actually picked 19, so I was wrong both times. That's fine. It's fine then. Oh, it's Desmond going into question <laughs> four. This is interesting. Now, once again, this is closest to the correct answer gets the point. If you get, you know, bang on, then someone wins 4-2. Uh, and the question four is on a player from the 90s, Steve Sedgley, um, former captain as well. Uh, how many goals did he score for town in 125 games? Uh, midfielder, of course. Not enough. Uh, <laughs> okay, not enough. Yeah, true. Oh, once again, I didn't really know much. What was he like as a player? Because he was before my time. So, did he sign from Spurs or something? Yeah, we yeah. saw Sorry, yeah. the relegation season, didn't we? Yeah, it's it an, un, it an unremarkable era at the club, Ross. That's all I'll say. It was easy yeah. to be a star. Uh, how many games? 118? No. On a screen. <laughs> On my phone, it's too small. That's what, oh, yeah, true, it would be. I didn't ever think of that, actually. I never thought of that, actually, when people were doing this podcast on their phone. They may not be able to see. 125 for the for the listeners out there again. Um I think I've gone too too low, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Fine. It's all competitions, by the way, just to put it out there. It's not just league games. All competitions, just in case someone flags up. Oh, he actually scored this amount of goals. That's in league, but all competitions. I don't know if it is. Nerves got the better of me. I've also changed my mind, but, you know. It's fine. It's loud because, um, yeah, no one's shared the answer yet. Um, Well, take it away then, boys. What do you reckon? 16. I went for nine. Ooh. I think I'm too low. Yeah, that is too low. If you double the nine, it's 18. Oh, That's, that's the correct answer. So Steve, to be honest, I nearly went lower because, <laughs> because we were rubbish then. So it doesn't necessarily mean he would have got a lot of goals being at the club that long. Probably more Division yeah. 1 goals, weren't it, he scored? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Gonna, just some people one. out there and yourselves, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly bring up the round off of these goals. So his first season uh, was 1994-95, oh. which would have been... Yeah, that that, that yeah. relegation season. He scored four goals in the Premier League. Um, did score any of the cups. Second top scorer then. Yeah, yeah pretty. <laughs> but yeah, possibly. I don't know. You, you yeah, know better than me. Got five. He was the leading scorer. That's how bad that season was. Wow. Uh, then he scored six in the following season. Four in the league, two in the cup, and then his final season, seven in the league, one in the cups, eight in total. Um, which calculate up to 18. So, uh, Steve, you are the winner with default, but tiebreaker, he's always there. Are you going to gamble, son? Uh, yeah, why not? Come on in. Love that. Good sportsmanship. Um, so, tiebreaker, as we've got an away game, the final away game of the season, um, how many away games have Town won in 22 league games? Um, so, Peach, you've got to get a bang on to oh. take the crown. This season, um, this season, yeah, this season, yeah, yeah. So twenty-two oh. league games, league games, of course, because we've had cup games, you know, Burnley and Bracknell Town. Bloody hell, that was amazing! Mm. Can't believe this season we've been to Bracknell Town and Burnley. And we'll play Buxton as well. Um, Tommy Miller, by the way, uh, now assistant manager at South Shield. So, um, big shout out to good old Tommy. Um, got an interview coming up with him soon. Called it with it in pictures. Good old check Tommy out Miller. that. Love Tommy Miller. That isn't that's not a bonus question, by the way. He could take just... he knew how to take a penalty. He did. He did indeed. Um but does he know the answer of how many away wins? Because he would have I think because he did commentary a lot. He went he's actually Barnsley, he did co-cons for the club uh, with Glenn. Um so yeah, but he's now at South Shields because um with uh, Julian Archer, who um former Middlesbrough player. Oh yeah. Well, Sunderland player. Sunderland player as well. I think he played for Sunderland as well. Play, play uh, five. Okay, yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> so I've uh, dawdled along enough here. Let's uh, get the answers. So, Steve, give us your answer as you're winning. I put 12. It's probably wrong. Okay. Okay. I was going to put 12, but I put 11 instead. Oh, well, someone's got a bang on. And that man 
it's Steve. It is 12. <laughs> so there we go. I was worried there if Peachy had it like bang on as well, I'd go, oh no. <laughs> that means I'll have to find out a tiebreaker question. I um, nearly put 12, but I'll, I thought I'll oh, go half. Go half. I was trying to go through it in my head, but um, I, I, drew, I drew this blank between October and February. <laughs> Maybe that's when we didn't win any. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm going to quickly um, bring up the the games because we've lost. We lost at Plymouth, of course, didn't we? We lost at Wickham, Wickham. Burton, um, Forest Green, Shrewsbury, Accrington, Charlton. No, not Charlton. Um, Peterborough, Barnsley, Morecambe, uh, Morecambe, Port Vale, Exeter, and you've got Milton Keynes, Bolton. Um, I was and Peter Barrett Barnsley, as you mentioned. Uh, but then we lost, we Darby. lost against Oxford. Darby. Yeah, Derby. We lost against Oxford, Wickham, Pl- uh, Plymouth, of course, which has been, yeah. And then, of course, we've only lost one home game all season, which is fantastic. Four, I think that's going to be a record, isn't it? If we uh, only four defeats all season, which is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shouldn't have lost any of them either, but never mind. Nah, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. And yeah, of course, we lost in the Cups and stuff like that. You know, we, won't, we won't talk about the coach, just the one. Ricky Marva. Uh, Steve, you won, my friend. Um, as always, speech. Well, um, yeah, I've, I've lost the previous two, so I don't know. I haven't got anything prepared. Um, it's a shame to beat Peachy, actually, because I, I was telling him off camera, I always enjoy his um, his level headedness on, on the post, post match ones. Uh, not that I particularly want to beat anyone else who's on the KOA, but um, <laughs> yes, thank you, Ross, and thank you, Peachy. It was enjoyable, and they were all guesses, so. Good, like that. That's, that's, that's well the done. name of the game. Well strike. Just guess, guess, guess. Um, well, we talked about away games there as a tiebreaker. And the final game and the final away game of the season is, of course, in Fleetwood. We always sort of mark this in our calendar. Will it be a celebration on the beach for promotion, the title and all that sort of stuff? Promotion's done, but the title is still on the line. Plymouth are going to be in Stoke or wherever Port Vale is. It's, where is it? Like, what's it called? Belmont? No. Burslem. But it's Burslem. Stoke is like a weird... Stoke people are odd about it because <laughs> Stoke, Stoke is basically a collection of towns um, yeah. and Burslem, I guess, is one of them. But um, yeah, you have to be careful when you go there not to say, oh, you're from Stoke, aren't you? No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, Plymouth are playing Port Vale, um, but we've got Fleetwood who are had a not bad season, actually, under Scott Brown last year. Um, they just about stayed up on goal difference on the final day, so an improvement under Scott Brown and Co. A few former town connections as well. Toto Ntiala's there, Jack Marriott, uh, Josh Earl, who uh, sent off and yeah. was very naughty when he was at Portman Road. Um, and I think they've also got, what's his face? Um, got his face now. Uh, Corey Andaba, of course, is on loan there, but he won't be playing and hasn't played for a while. But the big question is, boys, um, are we going to win the league? Peachy? Um, well, unfortunately, it's not on our hands. But I think... The way the season's gone and the form we're in, I think Port Vale will do us a favour. I think we'll win it. I mean, it'd be, it'd be, it would round the season off brilliantly, but look, this is no disrespect to Plymouth because fair play to them, myself included. And a lot of people said they're going to drop off, they'll drop off. But they haven't. They've just kept going and going. And I'd say fair play to them. They fully deserve promotion, but I'm hopefully we'll pip them on the final day. But so it's my first trip to Fleetwood and no disrespect to people from Fleetwood. Hope for my last. So I was lucky enough to get a ticket. Got the nice uh, five o'clock start on Sunday to get up there nice and early. Then hopefully end up in Blackpool on the built on the beach celebrating the championship. Championship, but Definitely. who knows? <laughs> Football's a funny old game, isn't it? Because I think if Port Vale can play like they did against us, mm. as in put eleven men behind the ball and poo house and take them in chunks out the penalty spot if Plymouth get a penalty they might get a result for us because all we've got to do is better the result haven't we so if Plymouth lost we only got a draw but we're going to win anyway so yeah go on Port Vale do us a favour please pretty please yeah Port Vale because they, they you know once I wasn't alive when this happened didn't they beat us in the Anglian Italian Cup or whatever so yeah Ian bloody bogey <laughs> is that his really his name bogey or is it just yeah you- yeah and Alex, I'll never forget this because my favourite, my favourite player at the time, Alex Maffey. I think he dislocated his shoulder in that game as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, check out in pictures, Alex Matty, little little yep. thing there. Um, Steve, 
Yeah, I, I can see us winning, and I can see them drawing. So um, it would, it would. Yeah, I, I know what Peachy means. You have to admire Plymouth because it's going to end up with three teams, possibly four, in, on in excess of ninety points. It's extraordinary, really. And we're we're the we're the fortunate ones in that we've stayed the course better than Sheffield Wednesday. And I, I did think Plymouth would drop off, um, particularly once Whitaker left. And, and Cooper got injured, but they've stuck up. They've, they've stuck up there. However, it would be very nice to to take the title off them because I think we are on our day, if I can say that, a better team. Um, and I would I would love to be playing them now. When we played them in January, you know, Hurst was was finding his feet. Luongo wasn't was injured. I think I'm not sure if Broadhead arrived or was was still being integrated. Um, and we, he actually we um, he just got signed. Sorry, you're up there, Steve. He just got signed. But then he wasn't able to play because I think you had a bit of a niggle. Oh, um, yeah. So yeah, it would it would have been a difference that day, I'm sure. Yeah, we, uh, uh, you know, I think if we played them now on the run we were on, we'd do to them what Peterborough did and Barnsley did at their places. So, um, but you know, we get to play them again next season, and it's it's, it's quite a good away trip. So, um, especially if you live down this part of the world. So, anyway, I'm rambling. Yes, we are going to win the title. Okay. Uh, well, we've we've sort of done this on the main pod, but I want to bring it to you guys as well. Uh, doesn't matter, you know. At the end of the day, what matters is P on the league table, promoted. But um, you want a nice little C, don't you, to uh, celebrate? Because we've celebrated already. We, you know, this team will be remembered for a long time, I'm sure. But um, Peachy, for you, would you like a nice little trophy to go with it? Oh, of course, of course. I, I absolutely. It'd be- I'll say it would top it would top the season. I've been like but if someone said to me at the start of the season, I'll give you second, I'll slap the hand off. I was just getting out of this league. But I just think it's it's just written, I think, that we'll do it. I mean, I'll promise like people will listen to this next week and think, well, that Pratt ain't got a clue, is he? But I know the way things are going, I think we'll do it. And um all right, same which player do we, you know, if there's one player to score the goal. I've 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 seen the story already, you see, because what happens is because um, as we've seen on many videos on social media, Mr. Clark has had a few beers this week, fully deserved. Yeah. About 70 minutes, he's going to feel a bit dehydrated, a bit tired. And of course, my main man, the Don, Janoy Danassian is going to come on. At this point, he comes on. Port Vale will equalise against Plymouth. And it will come out on the edge of the box. I'm talking, the ball's just gone up, three minutes. It's trying to got a corner. The ball just comes out the edge of the box and Danassian's there. And for once in his life, he's not going to pass it and be a team player. He's just going to absolutely thunder it. Bottom right corner in front of the town fans and it all goes off. We win the league. That's my dream. And I hope it happens. I really do. Because I actually, Janoi Danassian is one of the most unsung heroes in that team. He's such a team player. Solid seven out of ten every time. That's what people forget. When we signed Clark, you know, we already had a brilliant right back, in my opinion, with Janoi Danassian. But now we've got two absolutely outstanding right backs. And the thing with Genoa is he can play left back, right back, or centre back. So, sorry, I'm just making this more about Genoa Danassian, but yeah, he's going to be the man. Okay. Oh, I was actually, do you know what? This could be the hot take section of the um, of the video and podcast. Uh, that is the next question we we've got on our running sheet for this podcast. Um, who's going to score Towns' 100th goal? Um, and yeah, that, that's maybe the hot take of this game, you know, maybe, yeah, Janoy, but Steve, who are you choosing? Uh, maybe we'll get 100, 101, 102, 103, you know, and so on. Yeah, I, I like Peachy Snorri, it's much better than mine. I just think I have this feeling that Clark is going to score, um, some sort of absolute net buster, um, because he's obviously got it in his locker for any of us who've looked at his YouTube reel before he signed for us. Um, and you know, it'd be a nice way to round the season off, local boy, um. Sticks it sticks in the top corner. Just to go back, if I can, um, it, on one level, it doesn't matter that if we win the league, the, the, the title or not, because we just needed for the for the journey the club is on. We desperately needed to get out of this division and you know into a division where you know we can get more than a thousand tickets in our way and and we can buy a better caliber of player. Although Ashton's done a pretty good job at persuading people to drop down levels anyway. And I just think as well that there's this whole debate, you know. Should we have a parade? Blah 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 blah. And I think if you finish second, it is trickier to justify. But I, I would, for the reasons I said earlier, I actually would quite like to see if we won the division an open top bus thing. Because again, there's generations of town fans have never seen. You know, they've seen old black and white pictures of of you know Mariner leaning out with the FA Cup or the UEFA Cup, and 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 Burley with the with the playoff trophy. But it's an experience they haven't 
had firsthand to see the Cornhill full and all the flags and anything, you know, people might say, oh, it's tin pot, but oh, who cares, you know, we're not going to put a star in our shirt for it, but we can certainly, you know, the town deserves that, that sort of celebration. And so I, but I, I'm rambling, but I think, yeah, to justify that, I think you need to win, to win the division. Um, I yeah, think I'll sorry, have... sorry, I think when team when when things are promotions project, happen like that and people call you Tim Pot, it's just jealousy. Like them lot the road will say it, maybe a few Chef Wednesday fans might say it or whoever. It's just for me that when someone calls you Tim Pot for that, it's just jealousy. A promotion is a promotion. Yeah. Celebrate it. That's that's my opinion. I hope someone, they do do parade. Someone said to me this week that Norwich had an open top bus parade when they lost the playoff final in two thousand and two, or was it another year? I don't know if that's true or not, but if, if that is true, then they can never call us tin pot for actually having a parade for winning something. But anyway, no. Think about think about the next season. What's in that honours list again? What's in the honours thing? Um, your wafer cup win against Bayern Munich or something? I think it's so, that. Just a blank nothing. page. Just blank, I think, yeah. blank page. Blank page. Uh, but yeah, that's I'm sure that's one thing everyone's going to look forward to next season. You know the. The East Anglian derby's coming back. Um, there's going to be a lot of, you know, this sort of segues onto the final question for the podcast. Um, you know, what, what's one thing we're going to mi- not miss from League One, but one thing we're going to enjoy from the championship is, you know, you know the, you know, historic sort of teams, the, you know, the bigger teams. Of course, we're not being too, you know, oh, we're too big for League One, but it's we've been here for four seasons now. Um, the League One tour, we had that in the first season, second season third season, fourth season this year was just like, please, just get out of this league. Um, but Peachy, what's the one thing you're not going to miss? We're going to probably do this on other podcasts, but um, what's the one mm-hmm. thing you're not going to miss? The standard of refereeing. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm not saying I could be a ref or the championship refs are brilliant. Not as Sorry, not as good. But like some League One refs this year, I feel like a lot they're just guessing. And they've been very frustrating. And I think some are... Oh, I shouldn't be... Not trying to criticize it, but some get overtaken by the occasion, and all this. Like, I think even McKenna made reference to it. Like, they're not used to refereeing in front of big crowds, like at Portman Road. That's that's. I don't want to be too critical. That's a bit of a harsh thing to say, but that's my opinion because I I know I'm obviously biased when I watch it switch. But some decisions have been baffling this year, and years gone by. Like, I'll never forget the Wickham home game with a certain Alan Young. He disallowed our goal for nothing. He gave them a penalty. That was outside the area, but you couldn't wait to give it. Yeah, refs, and also yeah. small, smaller weigh-ins. Small, and that's no respect to the clubs in this league because we were here for a reason. But like people trying to get a ticket for Fleetwood this weekend, yeah, there's only unfortunately there's only about a thousand of us going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you look at MK where we took nearly, well, we took seven thousand, didn't we? So bigger, bigger away grounds. I look forward to. Sorry, I'm rambling again. That's fine. That's fine. That's, that's fine, my friends. Um, everyone enjoys a bit of ramble here and there. Um, and yeah, Steve, you think, I think, uh, you know, it's going to be a beanback at Portland Road. You know, 5,000, I think, tickets are going to likely get sold. I think that's going to be more than what's going to be at Fleetwood because I think Fleetwood only holds maybe 4,000, stuff like that. Um, so that's just another big difference when we're going to go into the championship, when we're going to have bigger away allocations, bigger grounds. Once again, yeah. I've enjoyed, I'll admit, I have enjoyed going to these small. I've enjoyed, I've gone to Morecambe twice, which has been a good experience, good weekend. Um, which you know, we never thought we'd ever play these sort of teams. Fair play to them to get to that level. We've just dropped down there because we well, we deserve to go down there because of you know how the club was ran before and you know the players we had and just the performances. But you just never thought it would be for four years. And I never thought we'd be playing Forest Green. I think we, we bumped into each other, didn't we, Steve, when we went to Forest Green and we're just like, couldn't believe we were, what we were seeing. Like, we're playing like Forest Green once again, like, fair play to them to get to a level. Of course, they, they found out this year they were never too far for them. But yeah, what's the one thing you're, you're not going to miss? Yeah, we'll always have Forest Green in the sun. Yeah. In the, in the, in the baking sun. Yeah. I thought we didn't need a market that day. It was extraordinary. Uh, but yeah. Um, I think um, just the games where the dark arts were deployed, I think on the one hand, you can't be too critical of a team. If a team looks at us and goes, right, they've got scoring goals for fun, they've got all these attacking threats, so what we're going to do is defend deep, time waste, uh, generally cheat as much as we can. You can't blame them for doing that because we've seen this season that if teams came out and played us in an open game, they got slaughtered. But having said that, I wouldn't want to watch it. Um, I mean, Wickham gets singled out, but um, you know, there's a reason we couldn't. We in in the last two seasons, we we've managed not to beat Cheltenham 
ever, have we? Like four games and they were all draws. No, we lost the first one, didn't we? Um, and yeah, you can't criticise them for doing it because they we're blessed with resources and a big fan base and a big stadium and everything. Um, but on the other hand, it's horrific to watch. And when when you are watching it live, it just um, takes years off your life. So what I'm hoping for in the division above is that we have teams that actually want to play football against us on, on a more weekly basis. It won't be every week, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, you know, when we played Burnley, you know, I think Vincent Company said that was two of the hardest games I've had this season. Of course, they've gone on to run away with the championship. They'll be playing Premier League football uh, next season. Um, but no, I'm looking forward to championship once again. Um, bring it on. Um, it's been another great fan social. Boys, any other business from yourselves? Um, we're going to mention, of course, the women's team. They've got a massive game this Sunday as well. And a shame it has to be the same time, or it's a different time than the men, but it's on Sunday, a 2 p.m. kickoff, but it's the same day uh, where there'll be people at the beanbag, people watching in Fleetwood, of course. Uh, so the crowd may be not as big as they were hoping for because the game got postponed um, a month ago. Um, but yeah, they've got a massive game against Oxford. AJ Arena and Felix Stowe, um, if they win, they can win the title. They've got hope. Watford lose a Billy Rick or draw. Um, and they will win the title, but then they have a Stuart playoff thing they have to do. Once again, I could be here all day discussing that. But um, if you're not going to the Beanbag or um, Fleetwoods, go down to Felix, go and support the girls. Um, they've had a great season, and uh, hopefully they can finish um, with a bang as well, just like the men. Um, Peachy, then, any other business from yourself? Uh, yeah, a couple of things. Obviously, um, good luck to the Ipswich women as well. You know, I echo those comments. And I think it's like just to, again, like after game day this on Saturday, just thank you to everyone at Kings of Anglia, you know, getting me involved. It's a great community. You know, everyone's welcomed me with open arms. And I say a big thank you to you, Ross, because the succession made a game day in the fan social. And obviously, thank you to Mark, Stu, and Andy. And obviously, Mr. Baker, when he was here at the start of the season, it's just a brilliant posse to be part of. And like so I remember, I used to watch these and watch game day and then. You asked me to get involved once. Everyone's been so welcoming. And yeah, it's just a bit of a loving, really. But yeah, it's just a massive thank you to everyone because everyone is brilliant. It's just everyone gets on. Well, we have disagreements about things, but it's not bad nature. It's a little debate. Agree to disagree, move on. Everyone still has a drink and have a laugh with each other at the end of it. So yeah, and again, just thank you. No, a big thank you to Peachy for your um, contribution this season as well. And yeah, I'll echo all that, all the guys who and, and lasses who, who have took part in game day and the fan social this year. Of course, we'll continue throughout the, the off-season, bringing you specials and other podcasts and stuff. Um, and as always, always want new voices, new faces as part of game day and KOA. So um, get in contact with me at Ross Mini UK. Just be like Steve and Peachy right now, just chatting to me, having a chinwag about the team we love. Um, Steve, over to you there, my friend. Any other business? Three very quickly, because uh, I need to say, yeah, thanks thanks to Ross and the KRE team. And, and yeah, I would say, I said this to Peachy anyway, um, I really enjoy his contributions. I think you, you sum up really well what it means to be a town fan at the moment. And there's passion, There's always passion when you talk, but it's also like edged with common sense, which not everyone has, let's face it. Um Two very quick things. Um, I just, I disagree. I disagree with one thing you said earlier, Ross. Um, I know the owners are humble um, and and have always spoken in a very humble way. I would have quite liked to have seen them on the pitch because they did pay for it all. And you know, without without the investment we made in January, um, then I think we we finished top six, but not top two. And um, they, uh, yeah, they wanted to let the players and, and and the manager take the limelight, but I think they would have got a decent reception. The only thing is, you can't really make up chance about them, like Schwartz and Detmer. It's just hard to get a chant out of that. Um, Johnson or Brett, you might be able to, to do something with. Um, and the other thing is, just I, I hope um, I hope that people have, much as we've enjoyed this season, particularly sort of February, mid to late February onwards, I hope people appreciate the, the value of patience because um, I was at Bristol Rovers. It was a grim old night. I spoke to you then, Ross. And... Um, but there was a guy behind me who said he wanted McKenna sacked and Warnock in, and there's people giving burns and, and Morsey abuse to their face. And I, yeah, we were on a poor run, but you, but McKenna's the best manager we've had since Burley, in my opinion. And I think others would agree. And um, sometimes you just have to be patient. And I think you know, next year we might not go on a however many gazillion game unbeaten run it is. And you know, we're stepping up a level, and it might be tough. And I just hope people are patient. Um, 
And I, I still hope that the people that were abusive to McKenna that night were there on Saturday, and I hope they enjoyed it, and I hope they they've sort of you know changed their minds about it. Um, but it, yeah, I know I know it's modern football, and we all you know if we win we're brilliant, if we lose we're rubbish. Um, but there's, there's the trajectory of the club having been around for a few decades, as I say, um, is is only going in one direction, and it's it's there were bumps in the road. Now we've gone up, but um, I still think we'll we'll challenge next year. That's it. I like it. I like it. Bring it on. Bring on the championship. Of course, one more game to go. Fleetwood, um, are we going to win the league? We shall see. Um, enjoy the game if you're going. If not, follow the game with us as always with all the content we'll do online and on game day and Andy and Stu react. Um, now me to do an outro and try not to fuff, laugh and fuff and all the other bits. Um, always support our sponsors. Uh, Manscaped, use the code KOA. You get 20% off and free delivery. And of course, big shout out to Ginger Pickle for all your SEO, Google ads, marketing needs that are goats of that. And also merch. I'm not wearing anything Kings of Anglia. I've got a mug, Kings of Anglia. There you go. Um, this weekend, um, a discount is on. So if you want to get the badge and all that jazz, get some KOA merch. Always good to support Kings of Anglia and um, good, good to be seeing you guys wearing hoodies and all that sort of stuff. Um, and of course, follow us on all our socials, uh, Kings of Anglia on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Follow Steve and Peachy on the on the socials as well. Um, Peachy and Steve, it's been a pleasure. Um, it's been a pleasure doing the fan social this season. Of course, we'll do many more episodes throughout the off-season, as I said. Um, but yeah, enjoy. Thanks again for listening. Bye-bye for now. It is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.